welcome to episode 24 Woo! of Slay the Stars. Yay, it's yay. Halloween. Sort of. Not in this world, but like in the real world. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. In our last episode, Zem and Char challenged some bounty hunters to a drinking contest and lost. But they were saved by Rafe's hireling, Reg. Reg beat up one of the bounty hunters and escorted Zem and Char to their tents. Yeah, he did. For the night. Char, you wake up and there's like an arm over you. Hello? Well, your first reaction, you're hung over. You're like, it's Zem. And you're like, Zem, move over. And then when you roll over and look, it's Reg. He's asleep. Do I sneak out of bed? Did something happen? <laughs> Still you close. like you pick under you pick up the sheet and you're like eh. <laughs> I feel fine. Nothing happened. Okay, I'm gonna sneak out of bed. Okay, uh, when you sneak out and get up, Reg is like, "Aren't you gonna kiss me good morning?" Uh, and he sits up and he starts stretching. I mean, only if you need that in the mornings. <sighs> Oh, well, we survived the night. That's good. Maybe that means uh, those two morons are tucking their tail and running. Maybe. Shar stands up, kisses him on the forehead, and walks out the tent. <laughs> Reg just starts laughing. Uh, Zem, you wake up. I roll portents. You roll portents? Eight and 16. All right. Zem's good portents. Um, so I wake up and I write in my journal and I am taking my sweet ass time because I haven't been alone and I don't even know how long and just like getting ready. I'm actually going to do my makeup and my hair really nice. Like I'm going the whole nine. I feel fantastic right now. All right. Char, what are you doing? I just want to confirm that. I need to clean up my shirt because I did vomit over somebody last night. Oh, you did? in a black dress on. I have all the clothes. I'm aware. Yeah, you. But I'm just going to go find like a well and like wash it out. Okay. You do that. There's plenty of these little pump wells around. This place is not hard up for water. So there's just wells everywhere. Uh, you find one, start cleaning up. Eventually, Zem, you're in the middle of doing your hair and there's a. There's knock like at the flap. There's like a noise <laughs> at the flap. He says knock, knock. And there's like a. And you see the flap like moving. <laughs> and uh, Reg is like, um. I don't know how this works. Um, I'm here. Are you awake? <laughs> come on in. You can come in. Uh, he opens it, comes in, and he says, well, nobody killed us in our sleep. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's good. You look wonderful. I know. All right. Uh, I think your friend was washing vomit off of himself or something. Oh, God. Was it that bad last night? Well, he smelled horrible. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I eventually got tired and fell asleep as well, so... You are very chivalrous and very sweet, and I'm going to give him a kiss on the cheek. Oh, that's my second kiss of the morning. I feel very good. Ah, who was your first? Who do you think it was? And he winks. No shit. Oh, yes. I'm so proud. <laughs> Shar gets the well. Wait a minute. Reg <laughs> <laughs> uh, is like, well, I will let you get finished. I have a few things that I need to do here. Uh, before I leave, but it seems the two of you should be okay. I will tell Charlemagne where he can find you. Okay, so before you go, though, um, what were the supplies? I just kind of went to bed. Oh, uh, yes. He sent me with some money. 
Uh, and he actually, he's like, oh, I, speaking of which, I brought that. And he hands it to you. And uh, he's like, the boss says, don't spend it all. This is it. <laughs> That's adorable. You and I both know this is not it. <laughs> yes. Uh, and in, in Charlemagne's tent, there is, um, there's a bag with some new clothing. I don't, I didn't actually go through everything. That's about it. Okay. How much gold is in the pouch? Well, I mean, I'll wait for him to leave, but then... Okay. Like, I'll yeah, when out. you open it, it's another ten platinum pieces. <laughs> and Reg says, Well, I hope you uh, get in trouble again. Maybe the boss will send me. Don't worry. I will definitely be getting in trouble again. <laughs> Perfect. Well, with that, I will take my leave. And uh, he turns around, heads back out of the tent. I'm going to call out, Don't be a stranger. <laughs> Uh, he comes and finds you, Shar, and he, he says, uh, well, I checked on Zamira. She is also still alive. Excellent. Uh, and so I will take my leave. Um, I'm heading out of Morbale today. So, you know, don't. Back down to. Can't tell you where I'm going. That's fair. He's going to shake his hand. I very much appreciate it. Of course. Do not mind. And he says, take care of her. I'm trying. She tends to take care of herself. Yes. She makes that very difficult. <laughs> His eye twitches. Well, I know she can take care of herself, but her mouth writes checks, if you know what I mean. What are checks? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he just starts to walk away uh, after kind of pointing out where her tent is. Like, oh, she's over there. <laughs> Thanks. So you finish what you're doing. Eventually, the two of you meet up in Zamira's tent. Zamira, Shar gets there. We'll say just as you're finishing your makeup. Hello. I was about to start. I was about to get tea somewhere. Did you want to join me? Yes. Although there was this like container thing in my tent and I haven't gone through it yet. Oh, yeah. We have 10 platinum, too. Huh. Okay. Well, um, so, like, I'm just going to, like, tuck Yeah, leave that 100% with you. Um, And then I'm going to follow you to back to your tent so that we can take a look at all the goods we got. So new clothing. Is it, like, same thing, like, this guy's trunk again? Yeah, there's enough stuff that he gave you different things that you can wear and put on. Different dresses, different pants, different vests and outfits. I'm not going to number these things out. We'll say that you have enough that you could each make. Two different disguises, whatever you want them to look like. So I have the black dress on. Yes. If there is a blonde wig, I'm wearing the blonde wig. All right. Sure. There can be a blonde wig in there. What's the weather like here? Today, it is, you can already tell it's going to be a hot day. This is the day of the summer solstice. So this is the day where the light coming from the celestial pillar is the brightest and lasts the longest of the entire year. And you can already feel that. It's already hot. And it's probably like 8, 8.30 in the morning. Shara's going to try to find a vest that, like, covers up the necklace, like, portion of it. But that's probably all he's going to wear, like, up top. And then the pants from the monastery is probably going to keep those. Okay. He's still going to have the wrappings on his arms, but... But just the arm with the tattoos, he's going to take the other one off. Anything 
you want to do before you head out into the carnival area? And a cloak. He's going to take a cloak. Ooh, that that green, blue, purple cloak would look so good. It would. It With would the black and the blonde hair. Uh, yeah. Okay. Zamira's wearing her cloak. My very unique, identifiable cloak. Okay. Shar is still hungover. He makes no judgments. It's true. You're both a little hungover, but Shar especially. Oh, wait. Long rest. Shit. I mean, I only had one drink. And I, I shouldn't Didn't really drink be over. That's true. You're right. You only had one. I, I failed because I had had to forfeit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the two of you head out into the carnival area. Shar, after seeing that smaller billboard yesterday, you are a bit on edge. Oh, uh, advantage on the next initiative roll. Just to refresh that this morning. Okay. The thing you notice is in the center of this carnival area, they are erecting, well, it, they have erected a stage. And there is a painted sign on the stage right now that says, Gentle Mockery, first show starting at noon. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, some of the food sellers are you can smell like the cooking they're not open for business yet they're just starting to get things prepared and some of the gaming stalls are just like opening their little flaps and getting things ready the the rides are starting to to get operational anything the two of you would like to accomplish Um, anything you're looking for i'm not specifically looking for something but i do want to just mentally mark down the location of things and different pathways. And like, this is a tent city. So I'm assuming it's sort of like scattered different vendors and stalls and like things that are out here that we might want to visit when it's actually open and operating. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye out specifically for the two bounty hunters that are after us. Okay. So they said they would leave. Zem, roll me a perception on like the booths and things that are around. Shar, roll me a perception check on looking at who's around. 22. I think my perception is a zero, in which case it's a nine. Here's the thing. I'm really good at what I'm really good at. I'm really bad at what I'm really bad at. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zem, you see some really fun stuff, including a booth that you want to take Shar to. It just says... Wooden sword fencing. <laughs> I'm going to keep it to myself, though, because I want to surprise him with this stuff. Oh, I okay. do 100% have my sword, too, by the way, before I forget. if I did, I need to make that very clear. Okay. Zem, you also see some, like, crazy food vendors. One that says fried cake on a stick. Weird things that you wouldn't expect. Things you've never heard of. Things that sound really tasty. You see some of these rides. There's one that looks to be um, like wooden benches attached to a wheel. And there's a, a person like getting ready to, they're oiling this huge crank. And this this person looks to be like a full orc who is turning this wheel we're working the uh, like the grease and the oil in it to get it moving, and as they're turning it, you see this wheel is spinning. Weird. And it says, 
two copper per ride. Apparently you can sit on these benches and ride them around. There's others that look like giant swings and things like that. Just interesting stuff. You've never been to a carnival like this. Even in Saltspire, when they have big parties, it's mostly more like gladiatorial events or, you know, fancy dinners. This is something different, something exciting. This is cool. Shar, you're looking around for the bounty hunters and you don't see them anywhere. But what did you roll? 22. As you look towards this stage, because you are just, you don't see the bounty hunters anywhere and your eyes are just focused on this stage, you do see three people making their way up there, maybe getting ready for a sound check, maybe just testing things out. Um, it's your parents. And there's a girl with them. I'm going to put the hood up and walk closer to the stage, trying to very much stay hidden. Okay. Roll me a stealth check. Wait, nope. 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 With advantage, because you're sort you're disguised. I'm gonna stay where I'm at and like kind of dip behind a stall. Twenty-six. All right. Yeah, I'm not even gonna roll. They're not going to see you. You make your way closer to the stage and you see the girl with them. Her hair is long. It's this dark, inky black color, like it's been colored with something. It's not natural. But her face, she can't hide her face. It's Karina. We'll, like, back into the crowd and, like, kind of weave and bob back to Zem. I'm going to sneak up behind her. Zem. So I found Karina. Was that her? Wow. Ballsy. She survived. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy she survived. Speaking of which, before I forget, I'm going to send a message to Rafe. Just thank you. That's it. <laughs> I'm sending a message to Karina, very much in my voice, that says, don't react. I'm glad to see you survived. This is from the message cantrip. Uh-huh. Karina immediately drops what she's holding and she starts like looking around like everywhere for you. And she's like, Zamira? What? Oh my God. What? Where are you? How did you get here? <laughs> it's been a very long road. Um, meet us over by the yurts. They're calling them yurts here. Yeah, that's fine. We'll call them yurts. Meet us over. Meet me over by the yurts after your set. And the two of you see Shar's parents have moved forward, and they're like checking on Karina because she just dropped everything. And Karina's just like, and she's like, uh, no. Uh, in your head, Zem, you hear, uh, no. Um, I'm going to come meet you now. And she's clearly asking them for a minute and she runs down the stage and starts walking towards the the yurts. The two of you are kind of like by some Did you do that on purpose? Stuff. Or uh, what? Get her attention? I rescind the question. <laughs> she doesn't know where you are though, so she's just walking towards the yurts, and the two of you are kind of hidden between some stalls, so. If you want a minute with your parents, I will go talk to her. 
If you don't want a minute with your parents, you're welcome to join me. I'm in Shars just like for the first time, just like not jovial since he's been woken up this morning. I don't know if that would put them in more danger right now. They know exactly who we are, the people who are after us, which means they know exactly who they are. And since the bounty hunters know we're here and clearly know that they're here, nothing is going to change. And you know, and I'm going to like tap your chest, you know she's with you. Okay. It's up to you. Now go find out what you can from Karina. Don't tell her I'm here. Dude. Ace in the hole. Uh, okay. So, who wants to go first? I can go first. All right. Uh, Zem, you quickly catch up to Karina, who's just walking aimlessly into the yurts, looking around, like, I'm very gonna, obviously. If she's passing by either one of our tents, I'm going to push her into it. Okay, we'll say she does. That's funny. Sneak attack. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's like, what? what? Oh, my God. And you, like, shove her into the tent. And she's like, oh, my God, Zamira, I thought you were dead. And she, like, grabs a hold of you and hugs you. <laughs> I'm going to, like, laugh and hug her back, like, really tightly. And I'm like, I'm so glad to see that you're not. But um, you really need to bring the tone of your voice down a smith. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know I get too excited. I'm just. <sighs> I wanted you to just, like, bitch slap her across the face. <laughs> this just, like, been... I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You have you have no idea how hard this has been. I have been all over. I was hiding and then I had no money and I I couldn't go anywhere. And then I um I was okay, okay, okay. I um I made it to the Midway Tavern at one point and I happened to cross paths with them. And Finn said that, um, you know, they were they were heading up to here and I thought like that would be a really good way for me to get away and I decided to come with them and I didn't... How are you? I've been through a lot too. It's been a very hard road. Um... <laughs> trying to do this alone has been I can't even I can't even tell you and I I feel like I'm just kind of like allowing myself to feel all of this for the first time in a while and it's like huge it's monumental and I'm I'm just sort of like beaten <laughs> yeah I've um I've had different people who have been like trying to find me and that's why I've been going by the name Violet and I changed my hair and I'm kind of like posing as their kid which doesn't make a lot of sense because they are already after their other kid and I just got all swept up in it I didn't know what to do and I at one point in time I tried to leave but you know them they wouldn't let me go they were worried about me <sighs> I don't know what to do Zamira I am just a bard I'm not smart this isn't what I do I think that you're doing a good job surviving and that's all that we are able to do for now. I mean, have you, have you heard anything? Do you have any idea why they're after us? Like, what do they want? I don't know. I, honestly, I haven't, I've been trying not to talk to anybody because I don't trust anyone. Yeah. Yep. That's me too. Um, you, you trust who you can, where you can, as much as you can. Trust people's motivations, less them and mo more their motivation. 
Where where are you guys going? I'm 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 not really sure where I'm going. All right. Well, um on the bright side, I'm getting paid a lot to do this gig. On the the bad side, I'm kind of just standing on a big stage in front of a whole bunch of people, a bunch of which might want to kill me. I'm not I'm not even sure what to do anymore. <laughs> I I well, I have this trunk full of, like, disguises. I don't know if that'll help. Can you change your voice? Um, let me try. Um, is this different? Does this work? Does this sound different? <laughs> it's, it's different. It's different. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if I can sing in this voice, though. Um... Do you want to try? <laughs> you are such a bitch. I hate you. No. Um, well, don't like strain your voice before your big set. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't want to do that. Um, you know, because I, I. I do want to get paid. It's easier to hide when you have money. That's yes. Yep. Yeah. That I know for do sure. Do you? Do you need some money? I. I have a little bit. Um, I've been working with them. So. Oh my God! Is Char with you? I um met somebody who has been giving me money. Oh. That's nice. <laughs> but like but like is is Char here because like he hasn't seen his his parents have been super worried. I told them that he's on the run too and they're concerned to say the least. I bet that they are, but I think that they'll um probably be in a more relaxed state. Um, once they're able to talk to him. Zamir, you're being really dodgy. Is he dead? I don't think so. I, you know, I was never, like, his biggest fan. He's kind of weird, but also I didn't want him to die. I, um, you know how when you find yourself in this situation when you find someone that's able to actually help you and you have bonded with people that like when they ask you to do things you kind of like do it um please don't ask me about this <laughs> i don't want to lie to you just oh. he's not dead all right i mean i guess that's good i don't um, the less you know, the less you can be made to talk about. Likewise with... That's fair. I just, you know, if if they ask me, I don't want to have to lie to them or something. I guess I shouldn't even tell them I saw you. The less they know, the better, too. I know. All right. Um, we have our set at noon, and then we have a break, and then we do our final big concert. Um... They do this huge fire thing as the as the pillar is is going out, and then that's the end of the festival. And maybe you and I can meet up back here um, after that and kind of decide what comes next. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go to the festival like once it fully opens and like walk around and check stuff out. It's just it's been a minute since I've been able to breathe. Um, but you should know that I did catch sight of. Um, some hunters here so there's like a blonde woman and an orc 
All right. I'll be I'll be careful if I see anybody like that. You be careful too. Uh, walking around by yourself is dangerous. Yeah. Okay. Um I'll I'll see you. Good okay. luck at your set. I'll see you later. Thanks. You should come. It'd be fun. I I I will probably stay hidden, but I will I will at least hear you. All right. And she goes to turn and leave and then she turns around and she gives you another hug like a really big hug and like squeezes you tight and just whispers like I'm I'm so glad you're okay and um I, I kind of like break a little bit like you too and she leaves and I probably cry a little <laughs> and I'm like nope we're gonna be happy now and then I'm gonna go <laughs> my mascara <Okay>. is flawless <laughs> <laughs> okay Shar. You approach the stage, and at this point, your mother is standing up on the on the actual stage, setting some things up, setting some instruments out. They play different instruments for different songs, so they have everything at the ready. Your father is uh, down the steps on the ground getting ready to carry some more stuff up to the top of the stage. Um, I'm going to dumaturgy like a light breeze kind of rub up against like the lutes or the guitars to try to get Amaryllis's attention. Okay. You do that and she looks around. There's, it's enough of a breeze that the strings just vibrate ever so slightly. And it makes this pleasant sound. And she looks around and she yells down. She's like, Finn, I think that was a good omen. And he looks up at her and he's like, I think it was, dear. And they just continue to go about the no, business. No, no, As he's walking up the stairs, though, then they say, you're probably right. And he turns to look at you, confused because he obviously recognizes your voice, but also not expecting you to be standing there. And he's just like, ooh. And he just drops the box that he's holding and it sort of like clangs or some like little hand symbols and stuff. And he's like, going to walk around the back of the stage as if that event didn't happen. Like to meet them back there. Uh, Tulip. And she calls on. Yeah. Do you need something? And he's like, uh, yes, I dropped a few things. Could you please come help me? And she's just, kind of confused but she stands up and she comes down the charismatic bards he (laughs) grabs her butt they're they're charismatic they're just not this is not a situation they were expecting it's amazing yeah so he like grabs her arm and she's confused and she's like what what and she walks around uh and he just sort of like looks at you and she looks at you instant tears she runs over to you and she's hugging you and she's like rubbing your hair and like petting it down. She's like, oh my, oh my God, what happened to your hair? What so happened just like in a hug, just like, I thought, it's fine. We thought you were dead. So did I. And your dad comes over and he's hugging both of you and they're just like, oh my God, what, when, when Karina told us that we thought for sure you were dead. Okay, we I'm going to count. Temple. I'm gonna, I'm we were talking count. to Father Altair there, and he said he hadn't seen you. I will count to ten, and you will need to let go because I will put you guys in danger. One, two. <laughs> and they're, they're literally not letting go of you, and they're just still, like, talking and mumbling. I'm like, oh, my God. We talked to everybody. We couldn't find you. We asked the guards to help, and the guards weren't helping. And you get to ten, and <laughs> they just stop. And they're looking at you, waiting for you to say anything. Thank you. He's going to pull the hood up at that point. <laughs> 
your dad just looks at you and he's like, what is happening? There is a lot of shit going on. Are you guys okay? Nobody tried anything? No, um, we were, we haven't been home. Um, we were approached by a couple different people here and there asking about you, but it wasn't, nobody's harmed us. There, I'm fine. Ish, clearly. Sure, we've barely seen you. It's, oh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot. Yeah, but, but even before that, we knew that you left the garden, but you haven't, we haven't heard from you since then. It's, you, it's like you vanished. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure how to talk to you guys yet. He looks at you and he puts his hands on your shoulders and he says, there is nothing that you could tell me or your mother that would upset us enough to be angry with you. I didn't think you'd be angry with me. That's the problem. And he just like grabs you and like hugs you. And he's like, I, I don't know what to do. And your mom's just standing there like... Like, she's overloaded. She doesn't know what to say. Her hands are on the sides of her face. And she's looking at you and looking at your dad and trying to figure out what to say. And your dad's just like, I don't... How can we help you? I say this with the utmost respect and love. I don't know if you can. Look, my priority is keeping you guys safe. And also... Karina, which is a nice touch, to be honest. You guys always work better as a trio. We, um, we decided to take her in. She was not in a good place when we happened to run across her. The same people are after me. I know. She told us. What all do you guys know? Nothing. She just said that you were there that same night. They were looking for people who could do magic? You can do magic? It has come to me lately. And he's gonna like you hit the like the guitar in the background a little bit again. He looks over his shoulder and he looks at you and he's like, I don't understand. How did you learn this? I didn't learn it. Um and your mom, she kind of snaps out of it for a moment. And she's like, what about, what about Zamira? We heard that she's also on the run. Is she okay? She's not dead. It's going to be okay. Look at me. I can't tell you where we're going, but it is really good to see you. It doesn't, at this point, your dad, he's, now he's the one sort of thinking. And your mom says, where are you going? Where you're going is with us. We will protect you. I love you guys so much, but no. Charlemagne, we are your parents. You do not have a choice in this matter. If something is going to happen to you, we are going to prevent it. 
You may think we're just bards, Charlene, but we... We can take care of you. We can take care of this. No. Because this is my problem to deal with. This isn't yours. What? What are parents for if it's not to help their children with their problems? I didn't say that it wasn't. I'm saying that I can't let you die, too. Two? Who's dead? There's going to be a lot more. Where? How? Where? Who? What are you talking about? And your mom's like, you're scaring me. Yeah. Charlemagne. There was something that happened up north. There's a chance that there's going to be a war. I... <laughs> what does that have anything to do with you? Because what happened up north is why they're after me. I have a similar skill set to who they kidnapped. And I really can't tell you guys more. And as far as I'm going to make a very active perception check. Like, I need to make sure that, like, nobody's fucking interested in this shit. Roll me a perception check. <clears throat> 27. Okay. You start glancing around. And you don't see the bounty hunters. But what you do see are a couple of the guards who have noticed, because, I mean, these guards are here to protect everybody, but specifically, these are the main performers for this festival. And they are now noticing that these two performers are uh, seemingly very upset. Your mother's crying. They're kind of, like, being a little loud. And so that has caught their attention. Nobody has approached you yet, but you get the feeling that if your mother or your father continues to emote in such a way, there's a good chance somebody's going to come over. You guys need... I'm going to be here after the set, okay? Your dad's like, which one? The the set or the, the final set? Both. You promise? Yeah. Because this is not over. No. No, it's not. And I am glad to see you guys. I am. Yes, I'm just glad to know you're alive. Thanks. Are you telling the truth? 100%. All right. It, it at least half. I'm not sure if we're going to be here at the second set, but after the first set, for sure. Sure. As long as you're not just outright lying. Um, and they're like, what are you going to do now? Your dad says, what are you going to do now? Well, I'm the kid of a bard and an artist. I figure we party a little. All right. Fair enough. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> your mom holds onto your hand like she doesn't want to let you go. But eventually you are able to pry your hand away, promising you'll be there. And you walk away to go find Zamira. When you do, Zamira, where, how are you guys meeting back up? You went to the tent. And okay. probably make my way back over. Okay. Uh... Knowing where he was, staying a good distance, but so that I could keep my eyes on him. Okay. The two of you meet back up. We'll say that you 
exchange ideas about what just happened unless there's anything you're keeping from each other? No, I'm not keeping anything. Shard's very shaken. Anything you want to discuss or what are you doing next? Um, how, uh, how was she? Was she okay? Uh, did anything feel off? I mean, other than being our level scared, uh, she seemed okay. I mean, she's surviving. She's not sure she's where she should be. She feels a great deal of uh, guilt's not really the right word, but I don't know what else to call it about being with your parents. Um, but, you know, you know them. They need someone to take care of right now, all things considered. I apologize for not letting you say I was here. I just wanted to make sure she wasn't also controlled. Yeah, I... Shara's going to go back to the tent for a minute. It's just... All right. I'll come back do out you... for the set, but... As you're walking away, I'm just... Do you want company or no? I'm good. I'm good on my own, but... I know. Yeah. Okay. I just need a minute. Okay. Sure, you take a minute to collect yourself. Zem, you hang out. Wait for him to be ready. Eventually... The two of you come out of the tent, start making your way out into the carnival. We'll say all of this takes a while. It's getting close to the time for the set and the food vendors are open. Some of the rides are starting to run. What are you guys doing? I'm going to start writing a note. And I'm not sure when it's going to be done yet, but just know that I'm taking the time to write that note specifically. Okay, we'll say you did that while you were kind of collecting yourself. Mm. What did you guys want to do at the carnival? All of it. I want to. I want to shop. I've got money to burn. <laughs> what are you looking for to shop for? Um, like the okay. So the usual creepy stuff. Um, so if there's any vendors of like something that we might find in Mila's cart, that is a, a like a draw. Um, if I'm seeing any, um, I mean, we don't wear armor. I'm not really wielding weapons. But I'll peruse things that I can hide about my person, like little daggers or, you know, like a stiletto for my hair kind of situation, that Ooh, kind of thing. Be, that'd be dope. Yeah, like that kind of stuff that, like, if someone gets to me that, like, I could stabby-stabby them with, like, that's what I'm... <laughs> yep, that's how I'll kill them. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Zem, you look around. You don't see any creepy stalls here. This is... Uh, because this is, like, a festival and it's, like, out in the open... That kind of stuff you would normally find at more like back alley type deals. And everything here is very carnival-esque. But you do find some vendors who are selling daggers, swords, metallic weapons like that. And you could buy some of those stilettos if you would like. Yeah, I mean, do they have any like ornate ones? If they don't, I would like to talk to them about what it would be to create that. Because I don't know when we're leaving. How ornate are you looking? In my mind, it would be something that looks like filigree on the okay. end. And then like a drop of like, it doesn't have to be like a real gem, but like a like a pretty jewel kind of thing on the okay. end. So as a matter of fact, there are things like that. Because a lot of the stuff sold at the fair, this isn't like 
like blacksmithing level, like necessarily. This is stuff that people buy for fun, mm-hmm. right? So you do find more ornate objects like that. And at one particular stall, you see a female dwarven woman who is running this stall. And she sees you looking and inside you see like these thin stilettos and they almost look like they're not made of like iron or steel. They look like they're made of silver. And the end is swirly, filigree, and each one has a different precious stone set into the top. There's like an emerald, a sapphire, a ruby. She has three of them there. So it's a dwarvish woman? Yes. So in Dwarvish, I would like to say these are quite stunning. The craftsmanship is incredible. She looks up at you and she says, oh, you're looking for a discount. No, no, just trying to pay respect. Shard just like smiles. (laughs) (laughs) Like awkwardly, just like, yep. You appreciate the finer things in life? I, yep, I do. Which one catches your fancy? Ugh. Um, they're all really pretty, but it's between these two, and I'm going to point to the the sapphire and the emerald because, I mean, I, I can't tell which one looks better with my cloak, but look at how good they look with my cloak. They are beautiful. They match you very well. Tell you what, I'm selling them each for 50 gold pieces. They're made of solid silver, and those are real gems. But if you buy both... I give them to you for 75 because you speak our tongue. <laughs> that is very generous. And these are worth every, every penny. Um, we had money. <laughs> I am actually not um, <laughs> sure I can afford this. Um, and it is my first day here. I'm going to think about this. All right. You think about it. But I can't hold them. I, I understand. All right. Um, and if you if you choose not to go with these ones, I do have some others here that are maybe more um, in your price range. And she gestures. She has other stilettos there that are, uh, they don't have the precious gems. They're still kind of ornate. And she says, I can sell these to you for 20 each. Oh, these are, yeah, these are also very lovely. Thank you. Um, I do have a, like, do you, so you make these? Yes. Yeah. Do you ever make anything um, that isn't? like a weapon oh uh yes i i work in silver as you can see so i um i frequently make things like pitchers and plates forks knives spoons things like that silver huh do you ever work in like bronze or i can work any metal well so the reason i ask and i know that this is silly but i i have um a cousin that i left back at home who um we used to joke around that um I was the queen and he was a knight and uh I drew this for him and I was wondering if I could commission like a badge and I'm gonna show the like sketch she looks down huh yeah I I haven't done a a custom order for something like this in a while I think I could do this how much would something like that run me? How big do you want it? Um, like about yay big. And I'm going to like, I'm um, indicating something like. Deck of cards size. Deck something? of cards sized. Yeah. Something that I can pin on. Bronze? Yeah. 
tell you what, custom order, badge like this, about that size, bronze. Give me 10 gold pieces, I can get it done for you. It'll have to wait until after the festival, though. I understand. I think I'll be around for a little while. All right. Yes. Um, well, today is the festival. Um, tomorrow will be mostly cleaning up. Uh, give me three days. Okay. What is your name? My name is Dandy. Hi, Dandy. It is nice to meet you. My name is Amory. Oh, it's nice to meet you as well. And then, like, in common, I'm going to say, and this is my companion, and I'm, I'm like, letting you speak for whatever whatever Ooh. name you want to give. Uh, I'm going to speak in, like, broken orcish, a name. She looks at you, thinks about the language you're speaking. You don't look orc. She says, um, do you speak the common tongue? Oh, right. Um, uh, Vif, sorry. Oh. It's nice to meet you as well. Uh, your friend here has very good taste. Hopefully, uh, I can get this order for you done, and uh, you can buy more of my wares, and I can actually afford to take a vacation. I have a hard time believing that you're going to take a vacation and actually just relax. That's fair. Vendors with a quality uh, supply like this, they don't tend to just relax. I haven't relaxed in quite some time. I actually met um, a couple of... Um, vendors that they create pottery while we, I was on my way here um, likewise they also did not seem to relax ever so just as you're finishing that sentence Zamira Shar you notice this first because your passive perception is much much higher <laughs> and Zamira's like talking right now so she's not paying attention it starts to get dark like abnormally quickly or yeah you know when like when it's like a really bright sunny day a cloud passes over the sun everything gets like like a lot darker all of a sudden it's a little jarring no it's like that effect no 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 at no, first no no, no 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 and you start to hear like tuning up on the stage and there's a lot of a lot of people talking a lot of stuff happening all around you but it just keeps getting darker and now Zamira you're starting to notice and it's starting to get quiet that's the first thing that I mean you notice that the dimming of the light and at first you're like okay not a big deal maybe it's just like clouds or something but then it starts to get quiet and you turn around and you're looking at the pillar of light in the sky and it's almost noon it should be at its brightest point right now but it's almost like the whole thing is darkening darker Darker. Darker. You're not sure what's going on. Shar, you start to hear in in your head. Shar. Shar. And you it's it's Amara trying to get to you, but it's almost like the connection that the two of you share is being obscured by something. It's like you're listening to a radio station that's I mean, you don't know what this that's a meta way to describe it, but it's like you're listening to a radio station that's going out, like you're getting too far away from the antenna. And then the pillar of light is almost gone. What are the two of you doing? Gripping onto him. Like I I reach out, my like nails are digging into your okay. forearm. I'm going to take a quick spin. Are we in a heavily condensed area? I mean, there are, yeah, there are stalls everywhere just sort of set up. There's a ton of people here. 
Okay, I'm gonna grab them and just book it towards a non-crowded. I don't want somebody to brush up on with on us with a knife. Okay, kind yeah. of deal. You start rushing over the the area that is less um, occupied at this point are those large circular areas with the fires, which are currently burning. You know they lit them like at dawn today. It's part of their whole ritual. Um, and you you rush over there because nobody's there yet. It's not time for this part of the festival. You both immediately notice as you get there that these fires, which were like roaring bonfires that they were going to feed the entire day, are all also starting to lessen. Okay. Lessen. So there's going to be something that happens. I don't know what it is exactly, but you're probably going to get a communication from that bitch. And I'm sorry. And I'll try to help as much as I can. Why are you sorry? I'm confused. Because I don't know if I can help you. Oh. Why? What do you mean? Sam, I can't hear Amara. Um, that's big problem. And at this point, the pillar of light is gone. The sky looks like complete blackness. There's where there would normally be, if this were just nighttime, five points of light in the sky, there is one. One giant purple star shining and all the fires at the same time wink out you can hear people at this point some people are like talking and getting scared but a lot of people are quiet everybody's holding their breath waiting to see what happens and then a scream off in the distance and the two of you who can see in the dark very well see that out of the embers in front of you where that fire was roaring a second ago, a hand reaches up, long clawed fingers, and starts to crawl its way out of the fire. And when it comes out, you see this thing that looks maybe like it was once humanoid, just black, shadowy inkiness with these these fingers that are almost as long as half of its body, this tongue that hangs out of its mouth, these sharp teeth, long ears, eyes that are just these little points of light. The only light coming from it. And it looks at you, Zamira, and it says in this deep, growly voice, When the time of wolves come, the gates will open, and you will all burn. I need you both to roll initiative. Have advantage still? I believe so, yeah. (laughs) 20 bitches. Nice. I I got a dirty 20. (laughs) That makes it 21. (laughs) Okay. Top of the round. You now hear more screaming. You look out around you, there are other things crawling out of the fires, and they're just attacking people around you. They're not all creatures like this. Some of them seem smaller. Some of them are larger. People are running, terrified. Zem, you're first. Um, so are we in the center of all of these things? There are more of them. 
but they're kind of moving towards the people. If you had to guess, it seems that these things are here to cause as much chaos as possible. So you're squaring off with one of these things. The rest of them are moving towards the rest of the people here. So I'm the one that's closest to us. I'm going to ray of frost it. All right. Go for it. Is that a natural 20 or a nat 1? Fuck. Um, except, except that it's not. Which way do I want to go? Which way do I want to go? Does a 14 hit? 14 does not hit. Fuck. Okay. You throw out your hand towards this thing, and it's almost like it shifts ever so slightly, and your ray of frost just goes wide. Anything else, Sim? All right. Shar, you're up. Sam, we need to get to the stage right now. Everybody needs to get out. Yeah. Shar's going to look over to the stage. Are they still there? Yeah. As a matter of fact, they are still there. And you see your parents. They're looking around trying to figure out what to do. Karina, however, has her loot out. And she looks like she's getting ready to fight. I'm going to move as much as I can within range and then just start with... I'm going to test my powers first before I start throwing stuff. Uh, Toll the dead. Does it seem like it works? Well. Like when I cast it, does it feel like... Yes, I was just going to say, you go to cast it and you feel the power is still there, but this thing just does not. It just resists Okay, good magic. news. I'm, I'm still good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good. Like, so are we using our, like, movement to run? Uh, yeah. I was going to say, you can run together. I'm not, you still have your movement. Yeah, that's the thing. I wanted to go with you. I didn't want to, like, leave you and just chuck 80 feet in a go. Yeah, I mean, I can move 30. <laughs> All right. The two of you take off running towards the stage. You're maybe 60 feet away, so you get halfway there. You've turned your back to this thing, and you're like, okay, okay, I can see the stage, I can see them. And then all of a sudden, this thing pops up directly in front of you, uh, Char, and says, Where are you going? And it is going to try to make an attack against you with its claws. It's a 16 to hit. 16 hits. Sure, you take uh, eight points of slashing damage, and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Fifteen. All right. You feel this like you're slowing down once this thing hits you, almost like it's sucking energy from your body, but you manage to resist it. You don't know how many of those you can take, Char. That's its turn. Zem, you're up next. I'm going to see your reaction. And I'm not going to fuck around and I'm just going to cast Witch Bolt. All right. Go for it. Again, a 14. <laughs> Does not hit. Wait, so were you going after the big one? The one Still? that was, the one that was at, like right in front of us attacking you. Wait, that's the same one that like went underground. And, oh, okay. Then it I, didn't go was... underground. It seems to be shifting from shadow to shadow. 
I'm going to use um, two sorcery points to do Seeking Spell, and I'm going to re-roll my d20. Okay, do it. That is a 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um, did I tell you that I was doing second level? Because that's what I was doing. That's fine. Yeah. Low or high? Are you fucking kidding me? Three damage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Zem, you go to cast your Witch Bolt. You realize as you're focusing that it's wrong and you just push ever so much harder, expending a little more energy to make that connection. And it still just barely hits this thing. I should have said it at the beginning. At the start of this round, you see that the dwarven guards who were out in the public have now started engaging with these things. And there are fights happening all over the place. There is a huge horn that's being blared off in the distance. You see Karina on the stage strumming her lute and hitting one of these things square in the chest. Your parents, who you can see, Char, because they're on this elevated platform, have started to... Um, your your mother is being pushed back to back. Your dad's trying to reason with her, like, you need to stay back here, and he's getting ready to try to defend the stage as well. It's your turn, Char. Right in front of me? They're about 30 feet away. Yeah. Does it? I'm going to try it, because I haven't done it yet. Uh, I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Fucking hell, I hate your dice. This dice is too good. It passes. Uh, I used my lower one. No, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. Like, it happens. Um, Offhand, just punch. Okay, do it. That's not going to work. Flurry of blows. Natural 20. <laughs> all right. Nice. Uh, hands of harm. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Are we gonna call the first two dice the necrotic? Let's call the first two dice the necrotic because I'm feeling nice today. When you connect with that hand of harm and you pump that extra key energy from your hit, you can. This thing almost feels like it's absorbed. Not that it's healing, but it almost feels like it's absorbing part of that hit. Um, it didn't take all of that damage. It's gonna take a total of fifteen. You still mess it up pretty bad with that shot. Anything else, Char? No, that's all I can do. All right. It is its turn. Uh, after that shot to the gut, it looks back up at you, Char, and it's going to lunge towards you and try to bite you. That is only a 14 to hit. 14 misses. Yes. So uh, it lunges forward to bite you, and you manage to sidestep it and just push its head down. That is its turn. Zem, top of the round. You see that these things seem to be moving specifically towards the stage. Maybe because it's an elevated platform. You're not sure. But uh, Karina is doing her best to hold them off. And at this point, your dad is out there as well. He has whatever he can find. Guitars, flutes, stools, smashing these things as they come up onto the stage. It's your turn, Zem. Is that a fu- Oh, it's a seven. I was like, is that a fucking one? Is that a D12? Yeah. 
Oh, it's for your thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Auto hit. Um, seven and six is thirteen. Remember, only the first one gets two dice on the witch bolt. When you cast a spell using a spell slot of second or higher, initial the initial damage. damage increases by a d12. All right. Well, the first one was the seven anyway. All right. So again, you remember connect that. with this same energy, and this thing screeches out in pain. It's not looking good. That's for sure. Anything else? Nope. All right. Shar, you're up. Wisdom save. Told the dead. That's the fourth straight 18 that you've rolled. No, I rolled a nine that time. I missed you with that bite, remember? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this thing, um, it avoids it. All right. Initial punch to the face. So 14 to hit. I'm assuming that misses. That misses. And offhand strike again. 15, 17 to hit. That hits. Okay. Four bludgeoning damage. All right. No necrotic. I saw that it didn't do that much last time. Yeah. You managed to hit this thing with one of your punches. You can see now, Shark, because you're right up in this thing's face, that the the shadows that seem to make up this thing, which is very much corporeal, are almost fading off like a mist. It's probably not going to be around much longer, but it is going to swing at you with some claws. That misses horribly. Zem, top of the round. At this point, there are three of these things on the stage. Karina is currently holding off two, but she's at this point taking some damage. She's okay, but she probably can't do this much longer. Shar's dad is fending off another one while also trying to like get towards Karina to help her. What are you doing? I'm going to see if I can finish this fucker off so that we can run. That's a 10. All right, with a 10, how do you do this? I scream and erupt with, like, all of this crackling energy. Okay, and when you do that, you let out this scream, the witch bolt connects, and this thing just (laughs) off into, like, shadowy, misty dust. And the two of you are free to run. Go! (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah. How far away are we at this point? About 30 feet. 100% just coming out of nowhere with a katana to smack across the one that's attacking. Uh, Well, you said the dad's going over to Karina now. Yeah, they're up on the stage. So you run over. The stage isn't that elevated, and you're a monk. So you take off running. You can make that last jump up onto the stage. Your dad is sort of standing back to back with Karina now, both fighting off. From both ends, but your dad is closer to you, so if you jump on, you'd be flanking the one that your dad is with currently. I will be headed towards your mom. Um, Actually, no. That pisses me off. I'm going to get it right up behind it and use Guiding Bolt. Just... Okay. Do it. Oh, so close. Uh, 19 natural, so 24 to hit. Yeah. No, that sorry, hits. 25. When you get up closer to this thing... Shar, you notice that this isn't the same thing that you were just fighting. This is much less corporeal. No. More ghost-like. <laughs> just dump your entire dice tray. No, just the Cthulhu dice. <laughs> and double two. all this That's damage. That's a one. That's a one. <laughs> and a three. So five, six, seven, fourteen. 
guiding bolt damage. Yeah. You connect with this thing and it just disperses like wind. And your dad is looking at you, shocked, watching whatever this was just erupt out of your hand. And he just nods at you and then turns around to start helping Karina. Yeah. And then final finish movement, bonus action, last flurry of blows I can use. All right. Just hitting the one that's attacking Karina. 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Nope. Yeah. Four bludgeoning damage. Yeah. That's the first hit. 15, 20, so four. All right. That is the end of your turn. Karina is casting spells, trying to hit the ones that are still coming up on the stage. But the the soldiers who were taking out some of the ones that were fighting in the crowd, a lot of them have also been moving their way towards this stage. And they're stopping the tide of the things flowing up over. Zem, your turn. So there's still one up on the stage. There are two currently up on the stage because Karina had two. His dad had one. Okay. The two that are on the stage, though, are currently focused on Karina. So I'm I'm near his mom who okay. was up on the stage, right? Yes. She's in like the opposite corner yeah. of them. Yeah. I can I can be back. Please let me be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I will um, do what I do. I'll witch bolt them. I'm going to witch bolt at a third level. The one that he did not hit. All right. Do it. It is a 22 to hit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, portents. Use the portents on that I one. That hits. Hella did. Hella did. <laughs> All right. And then that's third level. So that's this. <laughs> so that's this. Thank you. <laughs> Give and they take away. Um... 26 points of damage. Bolt of lightning from the heavens crashes down into this thing, just burning it to the crisp, to, to a crisp, and it just falls dead. I've never seen a shadow burnt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with me! <laughs> it almost... I love the idea that there's nobody immolates. around you. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I lit the air on fire. Yeah, that's exactly. There's a smell of ozone everywhere. Uh, Zem, are you saying anything to his mom when you get to her? I'm going to reach out my arm and like reach out my hands and grab her arm and just, are you okay? She's She turns around like to slap you at first because she doesn't know what the hell's happening. Uh, you should have slapped her. <laughs> you could have. And are she, you okay? she goes, you like okay? she follows through and she sees and she stops and then she grabs your face and she's like, Oh my God, Samira. Um, and then I'll, I'm just going to like, I'll give her arm a squeeze. I'll just say later. And then like I turn to focus. Okay. On okay. the remaining. Um, that is the end of your turn. Sure. So is there's there one left on the stage. Oh yeah. Going after it with a katana. 15, dirty, 20 to hit. That hits. Uh, I'm using a D6 for that one. No, it's a D8. I apologize. Not really any better. Uh, four damage. And All then right. offhand strike if it's needed. That is a 12 to hit. 12 does not hit. Yeah, I kind of figured. Char, you swing out and you hit this thing. 
crack across the face and it just rebounds and it's looking at you. You go to swing a second time. It grabs a hold of the katana. And there's a moment where it looks at you. Really looks at you, Char. Now, up to this point, these things have seemed almost like, not mindless because they can speak, but just henchmen. But there's a sneer on its face this time. And it says to you, in a voice that sounds familiar, Charlemagne, it's a practice sword. And I need you to roll me an athletics check. Athletics? Yes. That's a natural one. Oh, that's unfortunate for you because it rolled really bad. It rips the sword out of your hand. And on its turn, it grabs it and breaks it across its knee. <laughs> oh, my God. And drops it, clattering to the stage. Zem, mm-hmm. it's your turn. The fighting seems to be dying around, dying down around you. There are Off people the crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, like, there's, there's crying, less screaming. The, the dwarves seem to have gotten control of what was happening here. Uh, this last one, however, just emotionally gutted Char in front of you. Witch Bolt. <laughs> uh, second level Witch Bolt. Nat motherfucking 20. You can roll the dice for fun, but then also just describe how you kill it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> 40 12 so, is going to kill this thing unless you roll like all ones. So similar to when I screamed before, I'm going to do the same thing where like both hands come out and like I focus it <laughs> directly at its chest, center mass. Um, and then I'm like, you submit. <laughs> <laughs> And this beam of this beam of like purplish lightning with this almost like a dark spin to it slams into this thing's chest, blowing a hole through it. And it looks up at you, Zamira, and there's this look, this it's like smiling as it dies and disintegrates. And there's just like a quiet that settles in. Other than the there's clapping, they think is a dramatization. <laughs> I will murder everyone. <laughs> no, I I'm I so the last so everyone's images of me going submit. Uh, I didn't think that through. <laughs> there's some wailing. There's you some want to retroactively guards. change it real quick. Nope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's dance. <laughs> and there's just a, a silence, a sad, hanging silence in the air. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Blame it on the Empire. Son of a... Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Happy spooky slice. <laughs>
Hello, all you beautiful people. Me again, coming at you with the outro. Special thanks again to Fungin for the wonderful map. If you guys are interested in that, you can go check it out on our Patreon. I'll plug that at the end. Now, if you want to go find him, you can find him on Twitter at FMaster90, or you can find him on his coffee at ko-fi.com slash FunginMaster90. Stay tuned to this coming weekend. We have another dramatization dropping. So if you enjoyed the last one and you're excited for more, we've got new voice actors, new talents coming in ready for you to enjoy it. If you like what we do and you want to support us and you want us to be able to do all these cool dramatizations and all these lore drops and all these things that we do, be able to, you know, get a cup of coffee every day, go to slaythestars.com or patreon.com slash slaythestars. Thanks, guys. And as always, Persomnia ad Astra. Stay tuned. Our awesome intro music is brought to you by the one and only Isaac Viers. Character designs by the lovely Cam Gonzalez. Produced by our very own Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, the one, the only, the me, Jen Kearney. And last but not least, our audio engineer, Arthur Polino. Thanks for listening. <laughs>